Greendale, it's been a pleasure fighting with you. Some of us won't make it, but there is a place where we will all see each other again. And that place is Denny's. Which Denny's? We'll figure it out later, Donner. The one near the 15 exit, I'm banned from there. Well, then I guess I'll see you in hell. Then let's kick some tape. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And these are your morning announcements. Today we're talking about Community Season 2, Episode 24, For a Few Paintballs More. It is the season finale of Community, and boy, that means that there's a lot of pressure on outsourcing Mike's bits to have a good one, to have a good, just good lord have a good one please i swear to god after last week if this one's not good i'm gonna come over to your house um (laughs) and i'm gonna burn the deck wow oh uh, well we might as well the deck of cards not not your not your like the deck on your house because that would be really rude and illegal (laughs) i believe they call that arson um uh, so here's uh, for for the fans of the bit. Here is the good good shuffle. I saw some action on the waveform, so enjoyed. I hope it's weird that this bit has fans, but continue. <laughs> you remember the first time you came to me with this bit, and you're like, "This is my new bit, and I'm gonna do this." And I was like, "Oh God, okay, fine." And I, I, I sort of expected it to last like three weeks, and here, and here, here we, are, we are, like months people later. People like it. People like it. I don't know it. why. People, p- people. The most interactions we get is about. I don't know. I've never licked a battery. Have you? <laughs> so, this is. It has. It. It could be discussion. It's not as bad as the previous ones. So, okay. There's some hope. I have hope for this one. Not a ton. Not a ton. Okay. But some. Have you ever been bitten or attacked by an animal? If so, what and why? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I mean, I, I have. Um, not I'm assuming as... we're just going to kind of cut out all the, you know, house cat playing and then is angry about it. Because uh-huh. we've um, all had that. Yes, uh, I mean my my story my story is not a great story. Uh, we we got a uh, when I was a kid we got a dog that was uh, it was it was a mix and it was half um, I don't remember what breed it was but it's it's considered one of the more aggressive breeds. Okay. Um, and we were playing with it and um, you know just just kind of all like roughhousing and whatever and I definitely grabbed the dog kind of like from behind and it did not like that and it bit me on my face oh no so um it also uh bit my mom once and so we we did end up having to give the dog away i don't actually know what happened to the dog but we gave it away was this oh this was this was i was like I don't know, six, five okay. or six. So what we do know is that the dog uh, probably is no more. So the story the, of the that dog, dog is complete. The dog would be national news for being a 30-year-old dog. Um, mm-hmm. And so we would and know also, about the dog. The footnotes is once bit a, a boy that turned out to be a 
Total dweeb. (laughs) And also a somewhat notable (laughs) podcaster. Um, I, as an aside, uh, I want to be like uh, on the news at some point, and I want my lower third to just say uh, total dweeb. Um, Okay, fair enough. That's that's my new life goal. Um, anyways, so yeah, that is, so it's not a it's not a great story. It does not have a happy ending. But the card asked, and like also, you, you know, when the again, card asks, again, you got to answer. I'm gonna just bring it back to to dumping all over the pod decks here because <laughs> if this is if this is meant to uh, start conversation, this this one this is one that has a lot of bad places where it can go because yeah. it's going to be like oh yeah one time a dog bit me and then the dog had to be put down or one time a snake bit me and i almost died and it was terrible and sure. i still have nerve damage from it right. or you know what the, i mean i was i was also uh bitten by a spider once that really just like uh inflamed up my big toe for like two months that was great do you want to hear about that time. pod decks I think Poddex wants to, and also that seems like a long time. Uh, so uh, my one of my uh, apartments back in Colorado had a an infestation of uh, what are called fake widows, which they look a lot like black widows. They're actually okay. part of the black widow family, so they do have a, a similar uh, venom uh, okay. that is it is not particularly uh, particularly strong. But it can cause some uh, bad reactions, uh, like not really life-threatening reactions, but it can some some negative reactions. And so it bit me on my big toe, and uh, that thing swelled up for a, a very long time. It was uh, it was gross. So thanks, Pod Dex, for bringing up all my bad memories. Yeah, I think. I think we're starting to understand that the what the heck deck is less about, you know, what the heck? Here's here's a weird question answer. It's more of what the heck were you thinking, pod decks? How dare uh-huh. you? Next next week, you're going to do that good, good shuffle and you're going to pull one and it's going to be like, do you have any intergenerational trauma from <laughs> growing up uh, that was passed down to you from your parents, uh, who they got from their parents because of that's how the cycle of generational trauma works. Question mark. Sure. And then (laughs) then it's going to be a therapy session. And then uh, we're going to be like this. The whole episode is just going to be us having a sad uh, therapy cry. Now, if I can, it's going to be the lowest (laughs) episode, lowest rated episode of all or the highest. I don't know how these (laughs) works. Yeah, people like Good Morning Greendale Nights. Who knows anymore? Um, I will say that it does not say it's for comedy podcasts only. <laughs> it is just okay. podcasts in general. So perhaps we have we've kind of uh, uh, used the deck in a way that it wasn't intended to be used. Welcome to um, Good Morning Serial Killers. Uh, I'm your host, Ben, and this is my my co-host mike today we're talking about the legend of the uh golden state killer uh, oh no and uh anyways let's get that good shuffle and uh, oh have you ever licked a battery okay well okay fair okay reasonable before, point before we before we talk about uh this this uh person who who murdered 10 people in the 70s and 80s uh <laughs> let's uh let's talk about whether or not we have ever licked a battery in our lives.
Okay, I see where your point is. <laughs> <laughs> I will say there is there is one card because I do I, I I kind of like play with them occasionally uh, mm-hmm. when just like do the the weird like shuffle. I don't know how you'd refer to that. Sure, there's it's, one it's fidgeting, fidgeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is one card in this deck that I am terrified of coming up. Okay, it is a it it is basically how fast can you say a thing, which is not a question. Okay, that's that's like being that's like uh, being challenged by a three year old to a contest that they think is super important, but is not even really a contest. Um, right. So yeah, that's that's what I'm not looking forward to when that goes up. Um, so Mike, have you ever been bitten by an animal? And if so, what was it? Please make it a funny story instead of not- a depressing or gross one. Uh, it's actually surprisingly close to yours, uh, but first I'm going to throw this card into the air. There it goes. Okay, uh, so I also had a dog when I was growing up uh, named Nibbles. Um, uh, okay, uh, you know what they say about a dog named Nibbles in the first act. <laughs> it's Chekhov Nibbles, I get it. Um, so uh, Nibbles was a barn dog that my aunt had. My aunt uh, is has a lot of horses um, and does a lot of dressage in the uh, southeast. I'll put it that way. Uh, and Nibbles uh, really liked food. Boy, just loved food. Um, again, named Nibbles and uh-huh. was a barn dog. <laughs> so, um, so I'm eating on the couch, doing you know just whatever. I don't even remember what happened. And then suddenly Nibbles thought my food was for them. And uh-huh. you know that squishy part between your like thumb and first finger? Oh yeah, uh-huh. Yep. Sunk right in there. Ooh, okay. Yep. That sounds painful. It was. It was not a fun experience. Cool. That is uh but we we Nibbles Nibbles uh lasted quite a long time. Uh Nibbles okay. was a uh just just a mutt. Just ever she ended up being kind of a tube of dog at the at some point um <laughs> okay just you the know, old a, dog tube uh-huh a dog tube uh and you know started going blind and deaf and all those things that you know as you get older you tend to do um and you know i remember when my mom called and said nibbles nibbles had passed and we both kind of sat on the phone not really knowing what to say like you know uh-huh. nibbles was a fixture of the house. I'll put it that way. Was it a great fixture of the house? Nibbles was a fixture of the house. <laughs> um, Excellent. So I'm glad that card is uh, rotting in hell now. Um, <laughs> yes. When I throw the card, like literally toss it, it goes directly <laughs> to hell. It's got that, uh, the, uh, uh, the pole that Lil Nas X uses in that music uh-huh, video goes uh-huh. straight down that. Straight, straight down. I'm also now picturing Gambit with a uh, pod decks, uh, and then so he pulls a pulls oh. a card and then asks the question and then throws it and it explodes. Uh, that'd be that'd be a cool thing for him to do. It would be cooler than using the pod decks in any way. <laughs> yes, that is the best use of pod decks is to. <laughs> Make them explode because you're an X-Man. Invoke them with kinetic energy because you're an X-Man and that's how it works. And then throw them and then they explode. 
and also, then you I can do... <laughs> you can ask weird questions as you as you kill people you become kind of like a mixture of the riddler and gambit uh-huh i will the, say that the, i the, the, the riddlet <laughs> uh the gambler uh-huh wait that's a, that's a thing that's, it, that's a word that doesn't uh-huh. make any... you've, you've got to know when to hold them and when to fold them <laughs> Uh, you have to know when to hold pod decks and know when to fold pod decks. I I, I do love how outsourcing Mike's bits has turned into just just dump on pod decks over and over again. We need we need to retitle this uh, dumping on pod decks. We need a new theme song. Um, we need uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a whole thing. Um, it is I. I don't even. I I think I had. To, oh yes. Uh, when you said Gambit, my brain went directly to uh, Cyclops, and I'm like, now where do cards come in here? I'm like, no, no, wait, hold on. You've made a mistake. Come back. Uh, so I'm gonna. Sug- I have not listened to any of these, but I'm going to suggest the theme song for uh, dumping on pod decks to be this track, "Going Bananas." <laughs> This feels like a Mario Kart. Yeah, no, abs- this this totally makes me want to play some Mario Kart. Hey, you want to stop doing the podcast and play some Mario Kart online? Hell yeah. Let's, all right, goodbye, all right. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you luck. Um, let's get into the podcast, uh, into the actual uh, actual show. Season 2, episode 24, for a few paintballs more. It's a continuation from last week. Uh, the paintball... Uh, paintball assassin game is still going um we get a little like previously on so we kind of know kind of know what's going on because mm-hmm. um, it's hard to remember what go- what was going on in this paintball game there was a lot going on in fairness That's there was true. pierce hawthorne had a had a secret fort uh with vicky as a dancer and um they've voted pierce out and um those were the Annie only was two a things badass. of note in the last episode. <laughs> Annie being a badass is super important oh, to note. Yes. Because the three pieces of information. The three pieces. There were three things that happened. Um, <coughs> so um, we start out in the hallway. Um, the uh, the uh, general attire has changed. Troy is now wearing just a tank top and... Abed is wearing sort of like a button down, like, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It Um, it feels a little looser, a little more like stripped down. Um, It is designed very specifically to mimic Han Solo later. Yes. (laughs) There is one piece of uh, clothing that Abed has to retrieve before he can fully pull off Han Solo. Um, but they are walking down looking for the Dean and the red haired guy. Um, I looked up his name, but I immediately looked at it and was like, nope. (laughs) Red-haired guy does not get a a character name. He is just red-haired guy. Uh, He comes around the corner and readies his gun, but Troy's like, we we fought a a professional paintball assassin. He's paid to be here. And the dean's like, who, 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 why would somebody who's paid to do things (laughs) be at Greendale? Uh Uh-huh. And at this point... Uh, Pistol Patty walks in with a bunch of, uh, I'm going to call them stormtroopers because they are very clearly styled to be like a mix between 
paintball gear and stormtroopers mm-hmm. from Star Wars. Yeah, this moment um, is the way they bust in is very reminiscent of the first time you see Vader in uh, A New Hope. Yes, absolutely. And um, which I will. So I'm just going to get into this now. Here we go. Buckle up because so we're going the, into hyperspace. My my problem with this episode off the bat is that the the previous episode did such a good stylistic homage to westerns. Okay. And then this one is th- this one very specifically shifts to a Star Wars uh scenario as Abed calls it. Mhm. Um, like he specifically calls out like, yeah, yeah the Westerns with the Westerns done. We're, we're now in a star Wars scenario, but other than like this shot and the stormtroopers who have it like the, whatever sound, uh, uh, filter they put on them, on them talking definitely sounds like stormtroopers yes, from absolutely. star Wars. Welcome to Greendale. You're already accepted. <laughs> Losers. Other than those things and, and, you know, Abed pretending to be Han Solo. This is very minimally Star Wars. Like, there's very little stylistically about this that is is Star Wars. Sure, a lot of a lot of the shots are doing kind of like shaky cam footage. It is it is much more of a like Earth War sort of movie uh, rather than like Star Wars. Right. It, they didn't figure out how to put it in space, and I agree with you there. Uh, I'm no, not saying I think... it. I'm not saying it had to be in space. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying I mean, is, you are is like, that well, it's not really like a Star Wars. It's more like an Earth War. They're they're standing. What There's I'm saying is, if you if you watch Star Wars, a lot of the action sequences tend to be uh, wider shots. They tend to be uh, the the camera tends to be very still. Whereas this is very much like close in on the action it's moving around a lot it's very clearly handheld sure Uh, like i said there's a little bit of that shaky cam thing going on so just stylistically they did not mimic star wars and then had to tell us specifically and call out we're doing a star wars thing now and i'm like but you you, you you literally just did this like perfect Western homage that was like so stylistic. And this is like, I mean, but the stormtroopers, like, look at them. They're it's definitely star this this shot where where Pistol Patty walks in super that's that's Star Wars. Wink wink nudge nudge. All right, let's we're done with it. So I, I, I see where you're coming from, and I do agree that, you know, it doesn't feel like the camera, the uh, everything doesn't really feel like Star Wars. I do think that it, the colors are kind of brought more up like Star Wars than it was in the kind of muted Western. I do think, however, you get a whole lot more of the plot of Star Wars than you get. In a, you know, maybe it's less of a stylistic one, more of a we're going to just do Star Wars from this perspective because we we need, you know, you've got the rebels and the Empire, you've got that but they definitely they definitely don't go as hard star wars as they did hard western so i i, I understand where you're coming from and i see what you're saying mm-hmm. because star wars is the only story where um a, an alliance of rebels have fought an empire ever so you're right you're right about that that it's the only franchise that's ever done that well 
<laughs> you didn't have to put it like that. But, you know. <laughs> fine it's fine um no i mean it's and we'll get into it in grades it's still a very it's still a very fun episode yes Uh, it is just it's it's less stylistically stylistically it is it is a letdown compared to the previous episode is all i'm yes it is it is it is certainly less star wars than the previous episode was western Mm -hmm. which is a sentence that i have now said uh, so yeah, Pistol Patty walks in, um, and he t- takes his, the, the stormtroopers take his, his ice cream hat, helmet, whatever off. And underneath is Dean Spreck from city college. Cause this was a city college plot the whole time. Yes. They pose as a fake ice cream company to sponsor the end of the year picnic and put up enough money for the students to destroy their own campus. And then there is some serious sexual tension between the deans, like... How could any dean be so mean? Oh, you haven't seen how mean this dean can be. Yes. It's, 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 it's there. Um, like one, 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 of the other, one of the other uh, community podcasts posted, posted a Twitter poll about whether or not uh dean pelton and dean spreck have ever boned down and i'm like ooh, that's a tough call right that's a real that's a real tough call i'm i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna go with no but they both kind of want to that feels accurate it doesn't feel like that's the tension of two people that have boned and are seeing Mm -hmm. each other and like playing these weird games is kind of a, a bed uh, an, uh, a uh, an amuse bouche of the bedroom they the stormtroopers see uh um troy and abed and they they exchange some fire and then they run off and then we get um a star wars reference because we get the the opening title crawl for episode 24 um that explain kind of what's going on it's um, like less of a pa- less than a paragraph it's not explaining a halt on yeah, it it exists to be like, hey, remember we're doing Star Wars. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is a thing Star Wars does, so we're doing it. And it uh, and true. I know I know they're not gonna get the freaking Star Wars soundtrack because I I know Dan Harmon shills out his own money to get you know actual uh, songs and stuff. Uh, Lucas film Lucas film was not about no 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 no. Not enough money in the world for that to have made it happen. But they do do the community theme song in that style, which is good. It cuts to the anthropology room where the survivors have gathered uh, and Troy and Abed have kind of taken up uh, the role of leader. They're given a kind of a speech and they're saying we have to form a school wide alliance of rebels. Britta asks if they form a faceless regime, how are they any better than the Empire? And Vicky immediately calls her the worst. Yes, absolutely. Not the time for this, Britta. Um, this is when Abed is like, yep, we've left the Western motif and are entering more of a Star Wars scenario. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, Magnitude does say he's a one-man party and can't be an alliance. <laughs> That's a paradox. I love that. Because first of all, I think this is pretty much the first time we've ever gotten a full sentence out of Magnitude yes. that wasn't pop-pop. Right. He does introduce it. He's like, first of all, pop, pop. And then the whole room is like, pop, pop. You got to uh, enjoy you can't the pop, not. pop. You can't not. Meanwhile, I, don't, I didn't write down exactly what he said. 
But also, I do have the note, Leonard is talking about the taint. Yes, uh, mostly because Troy says that uh, Je- when Jeff says the other side's already won, the school is trash, Je- Troy says they can still hit them where it hurts, which Leonard then goes on a discussion of the balls or the place right under the balls, which he thinks is called the taint. But really, it is Troy called was, the taint. Well, it can be called multiple things. Um, but I, Troy- just, I listened to the Sawbones episode about taint tanning after you mentioned it uh, to me the other week. So... <laughs> Um, it was a whole thing. And then I, and then I mentioned it to Sarah and I had to explain the whole thing about taint tanning, um, (laughs) which was a, it it was a weird dinner conversation. Um, that's for sure. The, the time, the the fact that you said dinner conversation. Uh Perfect. It may have Um, been breakfast. I don't really remember. We were definitely sitting at the table eating food. (laughs) consumption um, is the best time there to talk are about there dates. are a lot of great beneficial things to dating me um it comes with the downside of you might suddenly be involved in a conversation about taint tanning while consuming food mm-hmm. so it just, it's a good thing to know for possible future people <laughs> or i guess um, just sarah um uh, either way, uh, so Troy if, if is you're not ever, ta- if you're ever like, hey, I've got I've got such a big crush on that Ben guy. Know that you would have to put up with that that occasional like that occasional thing of me talking about weird stuff like taint tanning while mm. you're just trying to you know eat some dinner. Um, but I will say that they probably should have known it based on the, and you'll just tap the sign of Ben Mooney, ma- masturbator of note. Exactly. So should have known. Troy was not talking about the balls or the taint. Uh, he was talking about the wallet. That 100 G's is still on the table and it says that we have to agree right now that whoever wins, the money goes to Greendale. Meanwhile, Abed is already starting to do like uh, he, he, he starts acting like Han Solo specifically because he's like, if I don't do it, Jeff will naturally fall into that role by default. And then he confiscates Starburn's vest uh, to complete the Han Solo look, which honestly kind of works. It does. It's, work it's a on pretty Danny decent Booty. Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Uh, Shirley's like, uh, uh, how long? Much longer is the game going to be? Andre's got the got the baby, and Troy's like, forget your newborn baby and think about the people that need you. <laughs> uh huh. This is when a little uh, drone on wheels comes in with a a big paint grenade. And everyone panics and magnitude does the heroic thing of jumping straight on it. It explodes, which honestly, I really love this shot because Mm -hmm. it's a like overhead view of magnitude and you just see pink paint just explode out from under him. And and it's, it's really great because I really like the fact that he's wearing purple and this uh pink explosion happens under him. It makes for, it's, it's a Technicolor, uh, fantastic, uh, display. Oh, it's, it's great. And, um, and then he, Magnitude is, is, uh, fake dying and he's, he's like, Pop, pop what? Pop what? it's the perfect moment (laughs) it is it is maybe my like favorite moment of this entire uh episode is magnitude's fake death because like so good 
he's he's just he does not he does not know what magnitude's trying to say and it's so good we find out that this drone was sent in by dean spreck himself he's holed up in the dean's office he's got dean pelton uh uh uh, under hostage he's a uh, uh that was a weird sentence he has dean pelton as a hostage um uh, they it, this this droid seems to have both a camera a microphone and a speaker on it uh because jeff is basically yelling at it and talking to dean spreck um well so po- point of point of uh uh pedantic pointing outedness it definitely has a camera <laughs> i will say that it has it has a camera and a microphone the dean is talking to them through the PA system. Oh. So it picks up what Jeff is saying in the drone, but then the Dean Spreck is talking through the, the PA. Ah, good good point. Good point. Mm-hmm. Just um, so we don't get any angry emails. If this is the reason that people are going to send <laughs> us angry emails and not the continued use of pod decks. Uh-huh. Here, here are my complaints with your podcast. D- Dear Ben and Mike, here are my complaints with Good Morning Greendale. One, pod decks are awful. Two, you said taint way too many times. Three. It was said in the episode. We have to cover the episode. Three, talk more about community as opposed to whether or not you've licked a battery mm-hmm. Four, not enough fraser talk <laughs> somehow more community more fraser that's what we're come to you for right i'm i'm mad that this community podcast doesn't talk more about community maybe a legit criticism i'm mad that this community podcast doesn't talk more about fraser uh that's a weird <laughs> that's that's a weird pull my guy like Okay. Look, the imaginary person that has sent an email to us uh, outlining their their disagreements with our format, the, he has his opinions. Let's and see. No, this is... I will say, I did use the pronouns he for it, just to con- just confirm. Let, let's see. This, this email comes to us from kelsey.grammar at gmail.com. <laughs> Oh, Kelsey, don't worry. We'll cover you. We'll cover you at some <laughs> podcast, I'm sure. Um, Probably not a Frasier podcast. We've kind of discussed that one, but we'll figure something out. A podcast where we talk about every incarnation of Beast from the X-Men. There Perfect. we go. I like Nailed that. it. It's probably better than a Frasier podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> uh so uh yeah the the dean is like oh that's that's jeff winger he's his study group they're ballers i hope you like getting bald and at this point some stormtroopers come in they've taken pierce hostage uh because pierce was trying to to charge them paintballs to use the bathroom mm-hmm. and going back um, to the old strategy from last week mm-hmm. i mean it worked so well for him last time it did it did not work for so well for him this time or did it Jeff, so uh, we did skip over a moment where Jeff uh, was like, oh, so, you know, you're the leaders now. And uh, they're like, well, you always do it. And he's like, I don't ever choose to be the leader. I'm the leader when it gets thrust upon me and inevitably gets thrust upon me. We cut back to the... This is the moment where Jeff feels it's thrust upon him. Yes, because he's he's like this fake magnitude death. 
and yelling at at Dean Spreck. The is I, oh, just if we're gonna be pedantic on this episode of the podcast, magnitude is real. Like it's not fake magnitude. It's magnitude's fake death. <laughs> yes. The the this is fake, what people like about the podcast, right? Where we just pedantically <laughs> say, "No, it's fake, not that. It's this fake magnitude dash death, not fake dash magnitude death." <laughs> Wait, why did we add a dash? I'm confused. To 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 point out what fake is modifying. Oh, I see. So instead of saying magnitude's fake death. We just keep it the same, and uh huh. Okay. That that way, that way, I'm still right because the dash is uh, silent. The yes, dashes often are silent. I'm just saying I was correct the whole time. So Jeff takes this leadership <laughs> role, um, and he he very specifically is like, this this has been thrust upon me, and mm-hmm. you know, so he's he's it is not. He is very much taking the leadership role. Yes. He just needs the pretense. And then we do get, we also get this weird shot of them raising the city college flag up toward Which is as, a the, quite as the Greendale. Which is flag. It's very phallic. It looks, it very much looks like a dick and balls, but with buildings. Buildings. And if you remember, uh, or uh-huh. look at our logo, the Greendale College is a butt flag. Uh-huh. So... A phallic flag coming up and the butt flag going down. Just think about that image for a moment. Uh huh. It is um, evocative, to say the least. Would you rather have a dick flag or a or a butthole flag? If you had to choose, I mean, a, the butthole flag is. Pr- I mean, they're both pretty uh, out there with what they are. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, the the United States of America decides stars and stripes are dead forever. Uh, you as a, an American citizen get to vote on one that is a butt flag, and one that is a dick and balls flag. Which which flag are you are you voting on? So, because we're talking about the U.S. in particular, and the strategy of the United States is not to, um. How do I say receive anything, (laughs) but deliver it? Uh I think I might have to go with the dick flag for the United States of America. Okay. Um, Would that be my preference for anything? Maybe, maybe not. But for the United States of America, it is very indicative of how we do things. uh, It does. It does kind of, uh, I didn't mean it to be this, but it does kind of come back to the team America world police uh rant which i don't know if you've ever seen it does not seem like you're a kind uh, of movie no i i've seen team america world police but, it is but i can't it's a say lot. <laughs> i can't say most of the words of that speech on this family friendly podcast but to make a long story short uh there are dicks and there are buttholes and there are uh vaginas that is not the word that they use correct um and um you have to be one of those three and so i think you basically just resummarized the entirety of that that speech not my intention although, although i will say not totally <laughs> because i did not give you the option for a vagina flag right those that i mean they the show doesn't you get one of two you get one of two maybe maybe there is a third community college in the greendale area with a vagina flag mm-hmm. 
to be fair, the, uh, the Georgia United O'Keefe States. Community College. <laughs> I want to. I want to just uh, th- fantastic. Finally, work. I've used my art degree for something. We did it, and now we go to the freeze frame where you know we're celebrating. We're doing. I'm, do, I've jumped up in the air yeah. and and uh-huh, freeze frame on that. Got and my we've hands ended up podcasting and... forever because Ben finally pr- uh, fulfilled his purpose of using his art degree even once. Nailed it. So. But no, I would not. I, I for the United States of America, I would stick with that, even if I were given the Georgia O'Keeffe option. Okay, okay. So, so you're gonna you're gonna say it's a dick flag. Okay. Yes. I think I think that's fair. I think that um, I think that uh, that makes sense. It's also the one you could probably get by being like, well, we didn't mean to it to be phallic, but you know, so many things. It's just, just it's just a really phallic. long eagle with a kind of a big head. It's sh- <laughs> it, there's nothing phallic about that. There's nothing if you phallic, think that's phallic about this eagle. That says more about you than it says about this flag. You're focused on dick, <laughs> friend. Uh, boy. So, um, the uh, well, the study I could just group, say it's in honor of LBJ, and we're done. Mm-hmm. There we go. The uh, study group goes and gets uh, some buckets of paint which uh while they are getting because it, it's um abed and annie and shirley and shirley's mm-hmm. standing guard and annie's trying to to i don't know detach something um and it it is a pretty good uh uh call back to the shot or the the scene in empire strikes back where Leia is trying to help fix the Falcon and, and, uh, she, she can't and Han comes up and tries to help and, and holds her hand and all like, it's a pretty good, uh, uh, redo of that. Um, agreed. Except that the reason Annie's not into it is just because she's like, stop pretending to be Han Solo. It just kind of makes me embarrassed for you. Right. Yeah. It's, they don't, they don't hit that note in star Wars. I find. Can you imagine if Princess Leia was like, stop, stop, pretend- trying to be, stop pretending to be Han Solo. Han, stop pretending to be Han Solo. That would be a weird moment. It would be a very weird moment. Um, it makes me embarrassed for you. <laughs> to be fair, she does say things like that. Mm-hmm. So the tone is right. Um yeah, it, they, it starts to kind of work near the end of the scene until Shirley's like, boy, I'm still standing out here. I hope I don't get shot and have to go home to my babies. I bet does a, he's he's pretty good at hitting on Annie when he's being literally any other human being then. Because yes. he did great as Don Draper. Yes. He's doing great know. as Han Solo. You know, he Abed just knows when he can jump into a character and, you know, get... Annie to kind of fall in love with him in that character. And then uh-huh. we'll, fall, we'll, we'll kind of, well, I'm getting ahead of myself, but then just like exit the character and walk away. It's like, well, I'm done. So, you know, that's it. Bye. See you next week. Um, <laughs> On so this television show that Abed knows about. We go to, uh, the, they're sort of planning their next move. Mm-hmm. There's a whole uh model diagram of the school which they put together uh pretty fast remarkably uh, I fast i was um, like i was thinking that as well 
Jeff's plan is to because he he's like the key to their victory is the Gatling gun, and so right. we need to just charge straight at it and take it out, and that's how we win. But meanwhile, uh, Troy I do want to point out that I I refer to it as throwing waves upon waves of his own men. It is very Zap Brain again. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> just want to make sure that we caught that for any of our uh, our friends that followed us from Back to the Futurama. Yes, it is. It is very Zap Brain again. Um, Troy, meanwhile, wants to use sneak attacks to draw the patrols into the library, and then they'll have someone pull the fire alarm, which will set off the sprinklers, uh, at which, and, and I quote, he says, which I will have rigged using my super plumbing skills to shower everything with paint. So, you know, we're coming back to him having super plumbing skills, which mm-hmm. uh, is is neat. And, Character um, development. Um, mm-hmm. there's an argument here and then Annie's just like, okay, why don't we just cut everybody in half and do both plans simultaneously? I do also just think it's weird that literally just a few episodes ago, we had a closing tag where the fire alarm did not work and was not attached to anything. And it was mm-hmm. literally just a decal on a wall, basically. Yes. So weird that they're just like, now we assume all the fire alarms work, <laughs> but <laughs> that's a good okay. point. How um, dare this this community college sitcom on NBC have a plot hole? A plot hole. And to be fair, we don't know if that was that in the library or was that in a different building. It could be that some of the buildings are set up and some of them aren't. Okay. But then they, they would have to know which ones work and which ones don't. Because otherwise, otherwise, this is a gamble of a plan. I mean, all plans are a little bit of a gamble. Especially in Star Wars. This is a Star Wars, so... So there's always got to be that chance of failure. Uh, uh, never tell me the odds. Exactly. Uh, in the Dean's office, Dean Spreck is frustrated at Pierce for feeding him useless information, which he has retrieved multiple uh, puddings for. Oh, we did also skip over that when Annie suggests they do both plans, uh, she does call Abed Han, and she... she is starting to get the eyes. Uh, she's mm-hmm. she's getting she's getting horny for that. So you can tell you can tell even right now that she is like yeah she's, she's buying into it. Mm-hmm. Um. Meanwhile, Dean Spreck says, you know, th- you say that they kicked you out of your, their study group. What took them so long to do it? I don't remember if you said this because I was too busy jumping back to the thing but they have the advantage the tactical advantage of knowing jeff wants to be ballerina and his achilles heel is wieners i did not say that i did not have that written down well done uh because as always pierce is obsessed with the idea that jeff might be gay so right it's very interesting um annie and abed are scouting in the cafeteria and annie's tells the tells abed that she thinks she's great for a no good laser faced Jabba scoundrel, <laughs> so she didn't really nail the the uh, the 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 line read, but it were it, it it you get the the feel. I do appreciate though that Abed is is uh, is a big enough man to just roll with it. Like he could have absolutely been like, well, immersion wrecked. Like that's right. not you. You said words, but you did not say a sentence. I did not um, hear nerf her nerf. You, they just you get it get out of my star wars fantasy you're out like he could have he because like and i feel like maybe season one abed would have done that like i feel like i feel like there was definitely an abed that would just be like no you're doing it wrong uh right. and then just like walk out 
but here he's just like you're a good kid or you know whatever and then yeah, don't like, get cocky uh and then yeah they they uh start uh start doing that um operations troy awesome plan which uh is living up to its name is every, living every, up all, to its name all the stormtroopers from pretty much all campus are going to engage troy in the library including those around the machine gun and uh <laughs> we got to outside where jeff's plan is going um and uh I we we get some good Leonard in this episode. There's a good amount of Leonard here. Yes, Jeff is like everyone look alive. Leonard, good enough. Um, <laughs> and Jeff gives this speech about like you know how we won't all make it. You know, uh, but we we'll, we will all those of us who die will die. You know, doing our best. And there's a place where we will all see each other again after this is all over. And that place is Denny's. And then immediately which, Leonard is like, <laughs> but which, which Denny's I'm banned from the one near the 15 exit, <laughs> which there's a story there. And I want to know that story. It's true. I feel like you could just fill out an entire web series about Leonard. Oh yeah. That's the thing I love about Leonard is that everything he says is just like one weird little drop in a, in a flood of a story that just like, <laughs> true. if, if you, if you wanted to have a whole web series about Leonard, that's just like, here's how he got uh, kicked out of the Denny's off of the 15 exit. Uh, here's, ha- here's uh, you know, why he he swims butt naked in the pool. Uh, here's, you know, just whatever else. He's up to so many shenanigans. Right. Here's how he learned about the word taint. I Yeah, I want to know. I want to know. Was he just like scrolling through UrbanDictionary.com one day and just like, I'm going to look up all the weird words or maybe he was the first person to ever taint tan. Maybe, maybe he's into that. Um, maybe, maybe he, I mean, he's old enough. Maybe he invented the word. Ooh, maybe, maybe it originates with Leonard, but he seems to have uh, lost the confirmation that it is still called a taint though. That's, that's part of my concern. Mm hmm. What about a flag that is a taint? How do you how do you feel about a taint flag? I, I'll be honest, <laughs> I really can't visualize it. It's a no, it's a I tough can't thing visualize to visualize it as well as I can mm-hmm. visualize a dick flag, a butt butthole flag, or a vagina flag. I can mm-hmm. those fair. are easily visualizable to me. Uh, I think I think you would be I think you'd be forgiven if you if if your students were like we designed this flag and then they all start giggling and you're just like yeah no that looks fine and you don't realize that's a taint the whole time because like I don't feel like that's super obvious like a butthole real someone someone would be like hey you know that's a taint right and then you'd look at it and be like I mean I guess right it really says more about you than it says about the flag exactly Mm -hmm. so. There you go. I would be okay um, with a taint flag because I probably wouldn't notice it was a taint flag, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it would, it wouldn't, it would, if I had to choose something that was immediately indescribable as one of the three options, you know, because taint, I just don't think fits the same criteria. Are you looking at taints now? I Googled. Oh, no. The Why, word. Ben? No. I Googled the word taint flag. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> no, Ben, why? And uh, there is there is uh, no uh, there is no taint flag. And I've got I've got safe safe search off. By the way, this was a very risky search. Um, <laughs> but um, it was fine. I will say that the fourth um, the fourth result is uh, is the Confederate flag. So just gonna throw that out there. Yeah, Jeff gives his speech, and then he's like, uh, one, two, and then Vicky just shouts, Vicky, and, and runs out. Okay. On my count, one, two, Vicky! Is this a Leroy Jenkins reference? If it's not, then it. I don't know what else it is. <laughs> I feel like it is. It's just that Vicky is the wrong person to do it because... Vicky doesn't have a last name, and I'm fine with that. I don't ever want to know Vicky's last name. <laughs> her, her not having a last name is part of the overall Vicky cinematic universe. Sure. And that's how I want it to be for all time. But you can't... He, he doesn't just shout Leroy. He shouts, Leroy Jenkins. Right, yeah. You really you gotta need... got to go with the second... You really need the whole thing. So you need someone with a last name to do that, right? I feel like I feel like that really I mean it's it's funny. I'm not I'm not gonna say that it's not funny. It just if you are going for a full Leroy Jenkins reference, you gotta use someone with a last name. It's true. I do think though that Vicky is of the group, probably the one person that would do like would would really know about the Leroy Jenkins thing. And be like, that's fair. I've always wanted to do this, but yes, I definitely read it as a Leroy Jenkins uh, reference. If and if not, if it's not, then I'm just wow. The uh, Wikipedia entry does not uh, indicate that it is a Leroy Jenkins, uh, which doesn't mean that it. it I mean, it only is like this is a, it's a reference to Star Wars. It's like, yeah, I knew that. Uh, Abed Abed was was pretty clear on that. Let's see. Uh, IMDb season two. Uh, a few paintballs more. I will say that it's definitely on the TV tropes for Leroy Jenkins. And I, now I okay. will close the tab so I never, so I don't get sucked into TV tropes. Thank you. Okay. No, I think, I think that's fair. TV tropes is honestly the first place I should have gone to. Um, I was just like Wikipedia and IMDb and neither of them mention it. Um, but yeah, I th- I think I, I mean I if we're looking for be. creator intent, then I don't know where else to I don't I don't know where to look for that, um, other than like emailing Dan Harmon. Oh wait, okay, here it is here on IMDb under trivia. Uh, as Winger counts, first of all, they call him Winger, not Jeff. Uh, <laughs> so good job, J as, dot Winger. Uh huh. As Winger counts down for the mass assault on the Gatling gun, Vicky, uh, which they spelt wrong, prematurely <laughs> rushes out yelling her name and alerting the enemy. This is a reference to the Leroy Jenkins event from World of Warcraft. 65 of 67 found this interesting. I find I'm interested in the two that didn't. Yes, I'm pretty sure. They, yeah, they because Vicky doesn't have an E in her name uh, and they spelled it with an E. So good job. Just going to make um, a change to IMDb real fast. 
Also, we used up we used up all my time to talk about Leroy Jenkins, but I will anytime. I feel like Leroy we've Jenkins, discussed Leroy Jenkins before. <laughs> anytime Leroy Jenkins comes up, I do have to mention that I've I've met Leroy Jenkins, the the real uh, the ben real Schultz. Leroy Leroy Jenkins. I've met him uh, before, so that's my little claim to internet fame. He is much more famous than I will ever be on the internet, and I do f- like four podcasts. So mm-hmm. back in the library. The plan is they're going to run into the library and then escape through the vent that uh, Annie's boobs has been using mm-hmm. because they, they all know it's there now. It's a, per- it's a perfectly convenient escape hatch, but uh, Garrett gets stuck and so they have no escape plan anymore. Right. Yeah. Shirley is the one that's going to pull the fire alarm. Uh, and yeah, Garrett is stuck and Annie tries to get him out and just no go. He is stuck backup plan is they're just going to fire their way out uh and troy calls it commence operation troy's awesome leadership is never in doubt which (laughs) sure i mean you know can you can you imagine if if joe biden was like all right I'm, i'm here's we've got this military operation called Biden's awesome leadership is never in doubt. You'd be like, oh, come come on. Come on, Joe. Come, like, you can't there call is, it that. I will say I'm there doubting is po- it based on the name. <laughs> I will say that. There, I call I, malarkey on that, my good sir. No, but here, I, w- I wouldn't. A hun- I, I would agree with you. I don't think Biden would say that. Now, is there a chance there is an Operation Biden rules in the back of the notebook? It is possible to me. It, it's a distinct possibility. Also, if there's not an Operation Malarkey, there should be. Yes, like that's, I, can, that's, I concur. He's famous for using that word because nobody uses that word. Uh, just like whenever I'd, I'd watch the, the Democratic debates, anytime, uh, anytime Bernie Sanders would say quagmire, I would drink. Um, that was sure. my little drinking game. This is why if you were ever president, my friend, I know that there would be an Operation Masturbator of Note. Uh, if I were president, it would be uh, Operation Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Um, <laughs> That'd be good. I think I'd do. Uh, if we're gonna do Taco Bell, I think I'm good. This is this is surprisingly close to <laughs> to ring your bell, uh, ring my bell. Um, if I was if I had a Taco Bell related operation, it would be Operation uh, uh, Cool Ranch Doritos Locos Taco. Uh huh. It's a bit of a mouthful, but so is the taco. Ayo. Okay. So <laughs> moving on from Taco Bell, that's my other podcast. Yeah. Um, back outside, Kendra with a QU is back and uh, she's, she's talking to Jeff about how this is all hopeless. And he's, he's like, nah, we got this. And he stands up and he immediately gets shot. Uh, and then she's like, see you at Denny's. And he's like, Denny's is for winners. Yeah. He, his, he gives up instantly it's amazing troy abed and annie are pinned down and so is and britta is watching everybody outside gun downed so troy makes a move to try to get out of the library um but then as he turns a corner he sees a wave of stormtroopers blocking his exit and they just barrage him with paint just mess him up looks so painful i like i mean it's it's paintballs but those paintballs still hurt Right. Like, and he's not wearing any like vest. He's just wearing, oh, yeah. you know, a white a white uh tank top. Yeah, like that that's all and they're just like 
getting pelted with these things. Yeah. He's he's going to be so bruised. It's going so to be bruised. ridiculous. Um but he's like I had a dream it would end this way and then it ends. Yeah. Shirley is is getting that everybody's pinned down and nobody's making out of the library and she's like well, I better be the one that win this and heads out of the study room. Meanwhile, Abed and Annie are sort of hidden behind some uh, furniture and they, they try to shoot their way out. They're both empty and uh, they realize this is kind of where it ends for them. And so Annie's like, will you still be Han Solo after we die? And he's like, once I'm gone, I'm gone. And she looks kind of sad. And then he just grabs her and starts mooching her like mm-hmm. crazy. And for a while, like, oh, yeah, this is basically this is until we say they're done. Out. Basically, until we say they're done, they're kissing. Just don't worry about them. They're kissing. Shirley pulls the fire alarm and uh, the orange paint starts flowing through all the tubes. It's all been rigged up pretty successfully. And it starts just I mean, raining out of the he, he's he's got just. Uh, special plumber skills and all the the paint just rains down all the stormtroopers just get covered in it and they radio into dean spreck who's like um everyone everyone got hit everyone in the library's dead we're all covered the sprinklers we're all covered in paint and then at this point the stormtrooper in Spreck in uh, the Dean's office is going to shoot Pierce. And then he mm-hmm. pretends to have a heart attack again. You know, when a move works, you just kind of go to it. It's, that's uh-huh. why, the, why they call it a go-to move, if you will. Uh-huh. Um, this is when Abed and Nanny finish their kiss. And then Abed has turned in back into Abed. And it's like, oh, cool. All right. Cool, cool, cool. And then heads out. And Annie's like, what? Yeah. She's, she's Let- real flustered. She, however horny for this one she was before, she is like, she is hot and bothered, uh, is how I worded it in my notes. Hot and bothered is a good way to say it, too. Back outside, Britta is the only one, um, and she sees all of the people covered in paint come up and, like, stand there, and it's... I, I like this shot because it, it sort of implies like they're all ghosts. Yeah, it's they're like the forced ghosts of her friends. Um, it makes me think she's supposed to be Luke, which d- doesn't really work, but it's still fun. Uh, Britta's, Britta doesn't think she's really got much hope, but this is when Shirley drives up in the golf cart. Britta hops in. They charge the Gatling gun as, as Shirley's like, how about we save the school's ass? And, uh, they have they have a real action packed bit where like they're driving straight up the windshield's getting covered in paint they're shooting paint out the opposite sides of the windows behind each other's backs it's a real inefficient but cool looking uh system <laughs> for for, for shooting the stormtroopers and um they they Boy. skid out into a park oh, and surely just pulls this sweet drift. It it is some yeah it is an a sweet drift. She must and, have been um, to Tokyo because that is fast and furious, my friend. Okay, so oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I I've, I've got I've got nothing to do I've got nothing to do with that. Like I have I'm sure I have I'm sure no they drift. fast and furious. I'm sure they drift elsewhere. Um, 
I mean, nope, I've, I've never, Tokyo. I've never seen Tokyo Drift. So Me maybe, maybe at the very beginning, they're like, drifting has been outlawed in all countries except for Japan. That's why we only do it in Tokyo. And then uh, it turns out I was wrong, and drifting only happens in Tokyo. And then that makes you right, but it makes me right, but probably not, because again, haven't seen a minute of the Fast and Furious. Actually, I have seen the the one of the scenes where uh, Vin Diesel and uh, I don't remember his name, but they go different ways driving because he he a uh, Paul a uh, Paul Walker because Paul mm-hmm. Walker passed away and they like do this like very touching moment where they drive in different directions and that's mm-hmm. about the end of the movie and on that they have on TNT before wrestling comes on. Okay, um, I've seen the first one and it, I it was you know decently fun mm-hmm. I guess. Basically, um, I see a lot of interesting movies. The like the last five <laughs> minutes of them before wrestling comes on. For whatever reason, the TNT just loves playing the accountant. <laughs> and I know the okay. last five minutes of the accountant before wrestling, of course. What if we did a podcast where we just talk about the last five minutes of movies that they play on TNT? <laughs> look look i think you said that as a joke but that sounds like a fantastic idea it's it's better it's better than doing a freaking fraser podcast um (laughs) like if 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 i so i'm i made you choose between a a dick flag and a uh anus flag sure if you're like you've got to do a fraser podcast or a last five minutes of movies on tnt podcast i'm gonna go with that second one that sounds way more interesting yeah uh, and Ooh, we could call it the lead-in podcast there we there we go oh my god are we doing this <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's that's like that's like a two years in the future the one that's to two fair. years in the future when so we finish don't this steal one it, tm 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 that is such a dumb idea but uh anyway i mean how many podcasts ended up started <laughs> as dumb ideas how many podcasts continue to be dumb ideas? Um, for, for one, this one. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they, they do this whole thing and they think that they won. But then a couple of stormtroopers are still there and they shoot Britta um, first. And uh, then they get Shirley. And that's it. They're like, oh, like it's weird because when they think Greendale won, everyone's like, yeah, everyone's cheering. And then they get shot. And then the, the two stormtroopers like, oh, hey, cool. We won. And then they like high five. Yeah, and like, they were paid to do it. They were like, yeah, we did. It. All right. Um, but one seemingly turns on the others uh, and shoots them. But it turns out it was Pierce. It was Pierce the whole time. Well, since and he so, faked his, his heart uh-huh. attack. And so he's like, I win. You owe me a hundred G's. And you can make the check out to Green Day. And the Dean immediately faints. Sure. Gotta Um, pass out. That's a lot of money for a Green Day to have, I'm sure. And everyone else cheers, and uh, it's great. And they put the Green Day flag back up, although it is a little bit messy with green and brown paint on it. Mm hmm. Love it. Um, it we we go back to the library um, where 
everyone and everything is still covered in paint. Oh yeah, it's freshly um, destroyed. And they start to dis- uh, the study group starts to discuss what class to take in the next year. Annie is still like talking to Abed like he's Han Solo and he's just like sorry I mean I was only Han Solo for the moment. I'm I'm me now and she's like oh okay. Um and he's he even like hands her the vest to be like here mm-hmm. you can have this and she's like oh Starburns. And he's like yeah, he doesn't wear deodorant. He uses some kind of crystal. Yeah, it's uh it's it we get a lot of Starburns characterization in that moment. Which Add makes this sense, to the, actually. the Starburns cinematic universe. <laughs> Every community character now has their own cinematic universe, and I am mm-hmm. here for it. Me too. Uh, Jeff is like, I think we should think what Troy thinks to do. And he's like, I've been thinking about this a lot. I suggest we sleep on it. Honestly, that's a pretty good... Like, I mean, they went through some stuff. Yeah, like, literally, uh, they... I mean... They had a days-long paintball tournament. I mean, multiple and, days, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, you know, maybe maybe sleep on it. Don't You don't have to pick now. You're not yeah. even registering for classes yet, probably. Probably not, yeah. Uh, Pierce comes back and is like, I'm just here to grab my day planner. And they're like, we know, there's no day planner. And, you know, and you're just it. here to, to uh, talk to us. And nope, there's a day planner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Jeff's like, wait, Pierce, stop. And Pierce is like, you know, I've been coming to this school for 12 years. I've never been friends with anyone for more than a semester. So I test people and push them. It's a sickness. Greendale's always accepted me, sickness and all. And they've accepted you, sickness and all. And Jeff says, we have thought about that. And we're picking class and we'd love for you to join us. And Pierce says, I'm done with whatever you call this. I love this school, but this I can't do anymore. And he leaves. They all kind of assume he's coming back in five seconds because he's just acting out, just like Britta's cats. Um, so they all wait, but he doesn't come back. So they all kind of stare at the door, like waiting and wondering what's going, what, where'd he go? Jeff literally counts. He's like, he's being back in five, four, like he's counting down. Yeah. And then nothing happens except a ceiling tile falls down, uh, which is a nice little visual uh, comedy bit. Yes. But then it good. just... It holds on that, and then it goes to the tag, which uh, is Abed talking to the the school janitor about how they saved Greendale and and all the the shenanigans that went on in the paintball tournament and um and the, boy uh, Jerry the janitor is not happy. Yeah, because Abed's like, I don't even know how we're going to top it next year, and he's the janitor's like, why even use guns? Just grab a hose and just. Uh, blast paint everywhere and Abed's like oh we already did that have you been to the library and as I'm Abed's working like, my way up to it as Abed's trying to find a place to put the the drink cup he's been drinking out of because uh, he's done with it um, the janitor's just oh you can just put that anywhere because he's, he's <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't matter um and uh abed's like any any fun plans for the summer nope all, all right like it's i think super... he does have plans i think it's clean the rest of the school uh-huh um yeah super awkward moment um it is it good... is a perfect perfect choice of a person to be 
Oh uh, yeah. Against the, or not against, but like on the opposite side of the gender. Cause Abed just will not pick up on the frustration part of it. Absolutely. It's terrific. Um, and so that means uh, that is the end of the episode. And that means that it is time for um so yeah i mean i already got into a little bit of my complaint with this episode uh which is not even really a complaint like i i realize i realized when i was talking about it it definitely comes off as co- sort of a complaint and it's not it is more just a like like i said the the previous episode is just so well styled from top to bottom. Um, it like if you want to talk about a really like immersive setting for a single episode, like they managed to nail it sure. in that episode. This one, like I said, they they're like, oh, we're doing a Star Wars thing now, but the actual Star Wars style is lacking. Um, sure, I mean. Like I said, if if you are watch and you know the big caveat to that is that the, this uh, this predates Rogue One because if you're like oh it's just like Rogue One I'm like yeah 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 okay you you are technically correct about that but May, maybe Star Wars saw this and was like <laughs> we're gonna do that <laughs> uh huh that's exactly how it happened um so but yeah like watching the scenes of like uh jeff's group you know running up to to try to take out the gatling gun or uh troy's group running to like taking out guys uh on the way to the library like it is all just very stylistically different from what star wars was and i don't know maybe you know maybe they were like we're gonna do this star wars thing and then they sat down and actually started working out the cinematography for it and they're like oh actually this is really boring you know maybe i'm just maybe i'm just you know blowing it out my uh butt shaped flag um that like you know maybe maybe it would not have been as good uh if if they did actually um stick closer to uh to star wars cinematography but um I just feel like a lot of it was um, much more, you know, hardcore, like World War II sort of, like saving Private Ryan. Like, you know, you're down in in the dirt, things are exploding, the camera's shaking, people around you are getting hit. Like, it is way more of a war movie than a Star Wars movie. Right. So that's really my, my complaint about it. And again, it is just like, it's less of a complaint and more like a... Eh, they did it better last time. Right. It's mostly um, because it stands in contrast to what we just saw. Right. If if the previous episode hadn't existed and this was just a one part, like, you know, there's going to be these very clear Star Wars references, but it is not following a fistful of paintballs. I would I would view that in a much higher standard than I do with this. Not even just in a world where... um. A Fistful of Paintballs exists. This is the finale to A Fistful of Paintballs. It's literally right. called For a Few Paintballs More, which is a play on, you know, f- uh, A Fistful of Dollars and For a Few Dollars More. Right. But this isn't even a, this isn't even a Western. Like, 
yeah, so it's it fits in this really weird space. Um but with that said, I still really love this episode. Could they have done the cinematography more stylistically? Yes, they absolutely could have. However, it's still a fun paintball episode. There's still a lot of fun things going on, you know, you're you're uh getting the the magnitude uh part, you're getting uh Vicky Leroy Jenkinsing. Leroy Jenkinsing. Sure. However you want to turn that into a verb. You're you're getting um, you know, the the shot where all the paint is coming out of the um the sprinklers and it's just raining down and it's that's a real cool shot. Um yeah. the the part where Troy is just getting like blown away by all these paintballs, although it looks like it hurts a lot. It's it that's done really well. I love Annie just falling head over heels for uh, Abed doing a Han Solo character. There are a ton of things to love about this episode. Uh, and so I'm, I'm still giving it an A plus like, yeah, it's still, it's still great. It does not hit my, sure. Uh, my like in that section of a plus episodes, this is one uh, on the sort of the lower end. It's still great, but like, boy following following uh a fistful of paintballs with this just makes it just not it does not stick the lane it's a great performance you know up there on the the rings flipping around you know jump but does not land the dismount quite as well right so like the the you know east german judge is going to give it like a 9.8 instead of a 10 it's like that. It's it's just it's so good, but it's just like oh, I just want that little bit more out of it. Um, so that's that's where I'm at. It's a complicated grade for a great episode that probably sure. you know doesn't need all that qualifications. But that's uh, that's I'm, uh, all the qualifiers. But that's how I'm going to do it. So I, I do agree with you on there are more pastiches and homages that work better in communities kind of um portfolio i'll put it that way mm-hmm. um this one other than you know a few pieces of it like the stormtroopers the way that darth uh darth uh ice cream comes in and is mm-hmm. unmasked like those pieces work and then it is it feels more if so with the western thing it feels very much like a a piece of the Western culture or not culture, but like a Western movie. And this feels Uh more of like a comedy show referencing star Wars. Yes. I think that's a good way to put a lot of what I was talking about into better, more succinct words. Well, I appreciate for once I've been called succinct. And also I did not say that word correctly either way. Um, But I, 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 I think because of the fact that we're coming off of for a few paintballs or whatever the fistful the, of paintballs, fistful of paintballs, um, because we're coming off of that, which is so very clearly like almost an entry in the Western genre. This isn't a entry in the Star Wars genre, which mm-hmm. I know is not real, but it's not. It doesn't. It's not trying to do that, um, and I think that that's fine. I just, as a continuation of the last episode, it feels like almost that you have to, th- like you're throwing yourself in one direction and throwing yourself in an, kind of a different direction. 
Um, and they don't throw themselves as hard in the Star Wars direction. And I understand that Star Wars has references of, or, uh, you know, influences in Western, what the Western movies and things like that. It just doesn't, the, the turn works for me in the, in the last episode where it does make that start to make that turn from Western to Star Wars. It just doesn't feel like they commit to Star Wars as much as they committed to Western. And I think that's what we're kind of feeling. I absolutely agree with you. I love this two-parter. And if I wasn't looking at it with the critique eye that I would that I am, I would watch them all day, all every day, because they're amazing and wonderful and the performances are fantastic. You get so much great comedic and also dramatic chops. I think it's a wonderful episode. A plus, obviously I'm, I'm in total agreement with you, but I, I, and, and for what they were going for, they nailed it, but they were going for something that off of the last episode makes it feel like it didn't hit the same way, which it doesn't because right. I really think that they were like, we're making a Western movie. We are making a community show that is referencing star Wars. Right. And that's fine. Like that was that I assume is their intent, but at the same time, it does feel like just throw yourself more in the Star Wars. We want like mm-hmm. we want these wild swings, and this one felt more controlled. And I think that's why we don't like they're both a pluses, but one is a has two pluses. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I literally called last week's episode perfect television. So <laughs> right, you know, like. I have I have zero complaints with that um with that episode whereas this one I'm like yeah it's great it's it's an A plus episode I'm not going to call this episode perfect like right. I'm going to call the previous episode it it just it needed a little bit more of the the commitment to the Star Wars bit to be perfect I think personally um uh, but is it great Yes. Is it an A plus? Absolutely. It is so enjoyable. It's so entertaining. It's funny and, you know, action packed. And I I mean, that's what the, the paintball stuff is funny and action packed altogether with references to things. I love it. I am uh, a plus, but yep. But at the same time, it's like an A plus of 99.9 instead of a hundred. Right. Um, but we want to know what you think about this episode. Um, are we correct in in calling out the the half-heartedness of the Star Wars references, or are we being pedantic butt flags? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just don't call us taint flags. I, I that's what I prefer. I, I, you can call me a butt flag. Fine with that. Just don't call me a taint flag. Uh, we want to know about that and. Um, what else? Uh, I was gonna say, has an animal ever bitten you? Which yeah, that doesn't probably don't. That's probably, probably not a great that, conversation that pod, for Twitter. That pod deck card is is in hell now. Um, mm-hmm. I threw it down. To, like I said, it's down there with uh-huh. Lil Nas X. Uh huh. Want to um, talk to us about Lil Nas X? <laughs> yeah, let us know what you think about that music video. Um, and because uh, uh, it it's pretty cool, I think. Um, I've, it's. It's very distinctive, and I and I. Speaking of somebody that committed to it, uh-huh. Lil Nas X committed. I mean that that's it's what great. he does. That's, <laughs> that's fair. That that's a good point. Does. This is a Lil Nas X podcast now. By two white. Um, yeah, excellent. Exactly the thing the internet needed. Um, 
Uh, boy, that got weird fast. So, well, do you do you want to talk about animals biting us, or do we want to talk about Lil Nas X? Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's not do the one about animals biting us. That's that's a bad podcast. That was bad podcasting. It I was. was like, that sounds like it would be a bad podcast, and I'm like, oh, we already did that, <laughs> though, did. and it was bad. Um, <laughs> we want to know. Uh, what do you think about Leroy Jenkins? Um, Would you pick for the United States of America a dick flag, a, a butthole flag, or a vagina flag? Yeah, let us know. We should put up a poll for... <laughs> we should put up a poll for that. Uh, oh, do man, I in, do, do I include taint flag as an option? And, I or mean, do I on Twitter you do get four. Mm-hmm. On Twitter you do get four. Why not? Who knows? Maybe people really love the taint flag. Uh, you can talk to us about all those things and more by tweeting at us at Good Greendale, where there may be a poll about these flags. Uh, you can email I us. I hope you post it before we post the episode so people just don't have any <laughs> context gonna, to what we're it's doing. Gonna, it's going to make no sense. You can email None us by, by filling out the form on goodmorninggreendale.com. Uh, it will send us that email and we will uh, check it out um read it on the show maybe um you can find us on patreon at patreon.com slash back to futurama if you felt like us saying the word taint as many times as we did warrants some money (laughs) (laughs) at all really um should we become the taint podcast no (laughs) okay no what what i don't (laughs) i don't have any i don't have any interest in that you're not a taint man i see anyways uh that'll do it for mm-hmm. us i will this say that week. we always appreciate you listening to whatever nonsense comes out of our mouths and and it's a lot and whatever nonsense, nonsense. Ben nonsense. decides to malarkey leave in the podcast. as some people might say yes quite a lot of malarkey actually um i hope we've put a smile on your face and i know it's you know you know it's it's warming up out there and unless you're in the southern hemisphere and if you and we're here for you in any weather i i've lost the point of this but we love you very much and thank you for coming to the end of these and uh, i think next week we are going to do another edition of good morning greendale nights for those Uh, of you uh listeners that like that kind of thing uh as sort of a as a season closer um before we we go on a bit of a hiatus because i'm moving into a house and uh Mike is doing, uh, he's visiting family for the first time in ages. So I can't tell you how many panic attacks I've had about buying flights. Yes, because we are uh, both, uh, both vaccinated uh, by the time I'm we're getting my to this, second shot so. tomorrow uh, from when we record. So I'm very excited. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, team Good Morning Greendale has a lot of stuff coming up that sort of precludes us from doing this podcast. So we, after next week, we will be on a bit of a, uh, probably about two months break, which I know is a long time, but that gives us time to take care of life stuff. And, um, but yeah, we'll yeah, be back next week. And if you're looking for, uh, podcast recommendations, the Wilhelm team, and you know, we've got, you just hit us up. We'll give you a ton of them. We listen we've to a ton got, of podcasts. We listen to so many podcasts. Uh, and until next time. When we are, I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. It'll be, it'll be when anyone's We're guests. talking on Good Morning, Good, Good Morning Greendale Nights.
Until then, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. I I wish wish you luck. luck.